This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. How long does it take you to actually do the laundry, dry the laundry, fold the laundry, and put the laundry away? Laundry day is not actually a day. It's a weekend. Let's be real. Okay. It takes you like two days. Mm -hmm. It's like a black woman washing their hair. Sometimes it takes me like a month. (laughs) And um, I'm not going to lie. I have price tags all over my clothes because I'm just not putting laundry away anymore. Okay, guys. I love you. What's up, Brooklyn? It's adulting, and boy, do we have a guest for you today. Oh my God, Jordan, you are not motherfucking wrong, okay? They are sharp, they're enlightening, they're insightful as fuck, and we got the goods from them, and I cannot wait to share all of this with you guys, because it's a live show, baby! You know what? Listening to a love makes me feel like the world is going to be a better place, okay? And it makes me feel woke as fuck, I ain't going to lie. I might need to take a nap. <laughs> But let's rip it. We'll see you back here at the studio after you've been enlightened too. Namaste right here, bitch. What's up, Brooklyn? How you motherfucking feeling? How you doing? Look, I love that we are straight up looking like um, we should be in Abbott Elementary right now. (laughs) We are giving cool substitute teacher realness. You are very much giving 90s substitute teacher vibes right now. Yes, I am giving head of the class and I'll teach donation yoga and smoke my beanie on the way home. What in the Lisa Bonet is happening? I love it. Every time I get faux locks, it's like I always feel like I'm appropriating my own culture. I look white (laughs) as fuck. It's not okay. I think you look great. By round of applause, doesn't she look fantastic right now? No! I need some some vitamin D on my titties. I need sunshine. (laughs) Everyone loves the sunshine. (laughs) I I feel like um, a big titty Rachel Dolezal right now. I don't know. (laughs) Truly, like, my white husband was just like, I thought it'd be an Erica Badu, but it's the Erica Badon't. (laughs) (laughs) Is it too much? Do I look like Raven Simone going on a job interview? <laughs> I think you look fantastic. Is that too? What'd you beautiful? say? You look Thank you, bitch. I know, yeah. but you know, <laughs> it's still a thing. I look like Anthropology just put out the plus sizes. You know what I mean? I'm like, click, click, bye, bye, no, bye. It's, it's a wonderful spring attire. It looks good on you. Spring is sprung, bitch. I'm here for it, even though it's snow today. What yeah, the like fuck? what the fuck? <laughs> New York's like, fuck that noise. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? The fucking weather in New York feels like the fucking U.S. Senate. It's like, what yeah. is it? Good or bad? <laughs> Pretty much bad. Pretty much bad. Is it? Is it bad? It's, yeah, it's the Senate. It's, <laughs> the Senate is awful. It's tied up and, and, and only Kamala can like help us through. Like, Wait, can we just a moment of silence for Senator Cruz's wife who has to suck his dick? <laughs> 
Oh my god. I love that I said silence. I don't want to think about any right part in? of that. I don't want to think about <laughs> any part of that. She has to put her face in that man's crotch. <laughs> we've lost that... the audience. We've lost. We've lost. Oh my the god, audience. I just figured it out. We look like a couple of improv teachers. <laughs> All right, just give us a suggestion from the audience. We're just going to start and just let's... Why are they... Why are we... Everybody up, just... Yes, 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 yes. Why do they warm up in front of you? Would you rather fuck Senator Cruz... Senator Cruz? Or would you rather fuck Cory Booker and have him just, like, spit... Bacon bits in your face. What I love I, Cory Booker, but he opens his mouth I know. too wide. When I love talks. him though. He opens his mouth too wide, and I love you. I see you, Judge Brown. I I I see you right now, Judge Jackson. Why? Why is he bobbing for apples every time he talks? I fucking got it. No like shade. No for shade. Apples. <laughs> Giving like new CrossFit teacher energy yes. every time. Uh, every time I feel like every time he talks, I gotta go run around a fucking block. He can unhinge his jaw like a boa constrictor. We're talking shit, but we love we love we Mr. Love, Booker. We, we love the, him. We, do we, love we love him. We love we him. We love his blazing green eyes. We do it and his politics. Stop we love it. him. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, all. <laughs> I can't believe I'm just like, who would you fuck? I'm someone's mom, okay? First of all, I'm like, would you rather fuck that piece of shit? Would you? <laughs> or the Why would I fuck one? anybody in the Senate? The Senate is not. Mm-mm. Oh, no. We got to get the show moving. We so, do. We do. Okay. Okay. I'm so excited to bring our next guest. Yes. Um, they're fucking amazing. Poet. Poet, activist, author, comedian, and new friend. Looking fly as fuck. Please give it up for Allah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For... Yes, and more yes. Alok, everybody. Alok, everybody. Do you want anything to? Do you want anything to drink? Are you parched from your long journey, darling? <laughs> you're parched, and I'm serving this luck. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you walk us through this dress? Um, you want to try it on? <laughs> it's one of those experiences I mean, you have to have. I, yeah, I can will, do that yes, after. I would love to, tr- after I, So yeah. basically what had happened was What's I was that? watching the new season of Bridgerton. Yes. And I was feeling like, you know, the crinoline moment, like the, like, vol- yes. the voluminous, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I think I was also thinking about the fact that I can never travel with this because it would I would have to fold it up in a suitcase. Yeah. And so mm. I, I figured, why not bring it out to the bathhouse tonight? I'm here for it. And then in terms of accessorizing, I was just thinking, I'm, I'm auditioning to play myself in my future biopic, you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm a trying walking to give, business card. I'm trying to give looks that are so iconic. No bitch could ever, you know? Yes! <laughs> much um so many things first of all um zodiac sign cancer of course make some noise to your cancer they're very excited (laughs) my mom's a cancer so crab hard shell guarded once we get to know you softy absolutely do you ever feel like me where you have to be the bodyguard for your friends Mm. absolutely that's why i wear platform shoes 
<laughs> you don't fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. You have to because people stay, especially right now, coming for trans people like nobody's business. Yeah. Right? It, it feels like we're the latest scapegoat for everyone's self-hatred. And it's awkward because the forecast is reading projection. Right. Every morning. I just yes. wake up like, what are these people going to say about us now? Yeah. It sucks. Like, we can't be mediocre athletes. Like... We can't do like we, we can't be mediocre. You know, we can't we can't be weak. Like we can't right. we can't yeah. just like exist, you yeah. know? And so I just feel this deep need to show up, especially for trans kids right now who are my friends. I was just in Texas where I'm from. Don't go. Hello, <laughs> hello. Both of us are actually from Texas. No way. Yeah, I noticed I noticed your don't mess with Texas sticker. Hold for applause, everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, it was don't mess with trans kids in Texas. Oh, I just saw don't, I saw don't mess. Yeah, that's it. That yeah, says yeah, yeah. more about you than me. <laughs> and someone's hand was... <laughs> Read between the lines. Um, I was in Texas. Yes. Uh, and I was at a rally outside the governor's mansion because he's made some horrible comments regarding trans kids. And there was a conservative noose in a tank, like an actual tank with guns. What the Encircling the protests, holding videos of us saying, you're all child abusers, right? And there were kids at this rally and families of yeah. trans kids, right? And it, for me, it was just, you know, it's who hurt you again. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, that, that's, that's someone who needs to be at the bell house right now and hear what you have to say. Yeah. But it fills in me this deep kind of rage. And I'm really, I'm really nice, compassionate Cancerian person. Yeah. But I just feel really angry. There, there's no... There's no justification for that, for coming for one of the most vulnerable groups in the world with a tank. Was it... Of course, and you can applaud for that. And isn't your book banned in Texas, too? Yeah. What the fuck? It really irritates me because they... I was looking at that list of 850 books that they're banning, right? Marie Kondo's Sparks Joy was not there. I'm like... I'm trying to get... Right? You're, you want to get to know your peers, like who the fuck else is getting censored? Like, let's hang out, let's have a party. Yes, we're can- let's like, joy, we're bitch. actually being canceled, not those people, yeah. you know. And so I was like, I'm just trying to get rid of the gender binary. She's trying to get rid of everything. All right, <laughs> that's the end we of Western civilization. Boy. All right, get your fucking priorities queer. <laughs> always, Wait, fucking always. I have a question though. You grew up where in College Station? College Station, Texas. Why did we you We also do call that? it Closet Station, Texas. Oh, if y'all don't know, like, can we talk about? I saw you saying y'all yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting. Drunk. I think we're fixing to tell people yeah. about what it's really like, man. <laughs> right, right, quick. We're gonna do that right quick. People get so confused when I say I'm a non-binary trans fan from College Station, Texas. From College Station, Texas. Oh, now I reckon right. I'm fixing to yeah. blow everyone's mind here tonight. That sounds like an Aggie right there. An Aggie what? would do that. <laughs> <laughs> but Alok actually knows what, I'm, what the fuck I'm talking right. about. Um, so, wow. You came from College Station? I did. What, my first... it, what is it like? Um, um, what is that? Not a few good men. What is it? Old, no Country for Old Men? What's it like? Um, no, it's not like that. I don't, you think, is it? What? I have a big you close your eyes and think that it's just desert? Like, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like giving homo on the range. It's like yes. give, it's giving cowboys and Indians. Yes. Me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's... It's giving, like, Kimberly Crenshaw's theory of intersectionality. Like, (laughs) right? How did did you... Okay, I'm from Dallas, right? Right. And I played, like, I played JV football. And I, and, and, but I was considered, like, you know, I was considered queer 
and told in the locker room, even right. though, you know, whatever, I identify as a cis straight man. Like, I think you understand Me what I'm too. saying. Yeah, yeah. You too. Gender fluid, baby. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, my gender what right I'm now. saying is this, what I'm saying is this. When you left Texas, yeah. did you, you, but you came back. Is there something, I know I feel it. I always want to come back to Texas to show them what's up. Yeah. To educate and realign these right. people. Yeah. Do you have that same feeling? I just feel like you're saving lives at this point. Yeah. You know, I made the unwise, wise decision to move back to College Station at the beginning of the pandemic. Shut it. Right? I thought, <laughs> backyard, right? Like, I was like, I'm going to leave my safe haven in New York and go back during the middle of the election cycle, right? Okay, What's so up? That, okay. So I'm not going to cry, but I might cry because... <laughs> I feel like there's a parallel to race where you walk down the street and people want to kill you for being you. Yeah. And that is so fucked up. I know. So why would you go back? Well, first of all... I'm fine. I'm a cancer, so I'm, I'm, you're speaking my love language right now, so thank you for that. So first of all, I know. Why would I want to go back? There was no good lighting for my photos. It was fucking awful. <laughs> all right? Like... Literally, imagine Beyonce sends me the Ivy Park collection, and I'm like, Mom, can you take my photo? And she says, not in the front yard. I don't want people to think I hired a cross-dressing hooker. Like, that. That level. She was joking, but not. But, you know, we're working through it. Trauma. I'm just going to yesify the intergenerational trauma in the room. That's me. Just a face tune right there. Face, brow, lift. Mom, we're working on it. Yeah, I decided to go back for many reasons. I thought at first it was because of the backyard, but then I realized it's because I had exhausted the possibilities of imagination of what it meant to be alive. Because mm. when I was a kid, I thought I'd make it to 18, and that was a success. And then at 18, I was like, I'm going to make it to 22, and that's a success. And then I was turning 29, <laughs> Saturn returned, and I was like, I'm not supposed to be alive. I have imposter syndrome for being alive. I don't remember what it was like to grow up in Texas because I was dissociated to survive. Yeah. I don't remember people talk about me and it's like a cousin or some, like I look at photos like it's like a scavenger hunt. I'm like, oh, cool, a nice outfit. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to figure out if I could remember what it was like growing up there. And I couldn't. But I think I found something else, which is that I forgave myself because I did what I needed to do to survive. And I, I think that's what I'm thinking a lot about what it means to be queer in this world is that we have to actually do things to survive that end up killing so many parts of ourselves so that in this life I've lived many lives. And that what I want to do in my life is make it so that people don't have to self-immolate to make other people feel comfortable. And I needed to return to that pain to look at the same ceiling that I was suicidal at when I was a kid and to say, I'm alive, and that's what James Baldwin meant when he said, I can't be a pessimist because I'm alive because I'm a daily miracle. So people want to say that I should die, but they're the ones who are dead, and The Walking Dead is not a TV show. It's a lifestyle. It's called white heterosexuality. <laughs> Air horn! Oh, my God. Get that tatted on my fucking back right Wait now. a minute. So many follow-ups. What is dating like for you? Because I feel like you're always going to be smarter than whoever you're dating. I, I feel like... Yeah, that's... Like, how is that... Yeah. Like... Are you dating Rhodes Scholars? Like, what's good? Basically, like, that's it, because how are you going to... I'm you dating just, myself because I yeah. like what I talk like at a... I'm, like, at a date, and I'm like, wow, I'm really smart. That's amazing. 
<laughs> how did I just think of that? Like, I'm like, does someone have an audio recorder right now? What the fuck? That was a really great metaphor. Like, shut me up. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, the issue is that, like, I'm interested in vulnerability, deep emotion, mm-hmm. um, and healing from intergenerational trauma, like global revolution, ending the gender binary. You know, and those are those are things. Those are my kinks, actually. So, like, when people. So not American. I, and I was just like, I was like trying to like tweet at like Grinder and like Tinder, like, can you add these to interest? You know, like they say like partying, like the Democratic Party, and like global insurrectionary crying, like that's name. And so people tend to give me advice, like, look, you're a little bit too intense. And then I'm like, they're just not fucking intense enough. I'm like, if you're not wearing a six-inch platform to our first date, do you even love yourself? What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's just hard because people say that I'm desperate and intense at the same time. But I like to think of it as a filtration policy, like process. Sure. My sure. personality sure. is a filtration process. <laughs> You know? And if you don't like me, then you weren't meant to like me, and I wasn't meant to like you. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. Look, I am here for that. Yeah. Um, how do you sleep at night? I feel like your brain works all the time. Oh my God. You and my therapist both. Are y'all in a group chat? She's on I... that Zoom link that you told everyone else to get off. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really working on that. I think that for so long, wow, we're just bringing the inner children into the room always here, right? Mm-hmm. But growing up in College Station, Texas, I thought the only way it could be redeemable is by working hard. If I was a faggot, I was a brilliant faggot. I was an articulate faggot. I was a well-dressed faggot, right? And so I have this coping strategy that taught me that if I worked really hard, then I would be safe. Or if I was really smart, then I'd be safe. And then I'm not safe. And I think as an adult now, adulting. See, I read the room. What's up? I understand assignments. I, you know, model minority mutiny. What's up? I studied to be here. Oh my goodness. Um, And I was thinking, you know, when I'm 30, the issue is that I don't know how to rest because I didn't think it was allowed for someone like me. And I'm trying to figure out how to rest and how to actually enjoy what I've worked hard for, but it never feels like enough. And Mm -hmm. I think I see that in your work too, this sense of survivor's guilt, Mm -hmm. of like knowing how hard it is for other people like us and feeling that weight Mm -hmm. and knowing that I could rest or I could be doing something to help my community. And I'm trying to figure out that balance. Yeah. Because I wish some I wish somebody was open with me hmm. to save me hmm. years. But I had to figure it out on my own. And my parents, who love me, could not protect me. Hmm. And um that's that's their generational bullshit, not mine. And I realized after actually opening up a credit card and going to South Africa for my 30th. Mm. Uh, I ain't had no money, but I was like, I want to see Africa. And I went to South Africa and Botswana. It was life-changing. Um, lots of eating and praying. No loving on myself, though. Um, and I realized, okay, my parents are just people in the world. They're just a, a man and a woman trying to do the best they can fucking do. And it really was a weight off my tired-ass shoulders 
And six months later, I met my husband, hmm. which is fucking crazy. In, a, in SA? Huh? Were you in, in South, South Africa? Africa? No, I was just fucking around in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I came back. Yeah. yeah. I talk about this all, I mean, not all the time. I, I said it three times. I'll say it for the fourth time. Um, I was so hurt in relationships that for like a good while, I would just have one night stands. Because hmm. that's like the only way I could orgasm. Hmm. Just not knowing you. Hmm. Talk about just not associating with shit. Sexual orientation, dissociated. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's my kink. Shout out. Relatable content. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, I just feel like if more people... Everything is so black and white, but if more people just like... Again, with the shades of gray, the humanity, the love, the, the spectrum, the outside yourself, it's not a personal attack, what we want to do. The world would be a fucking better place. Like, I don't understand, you know, why everything is sexualized and illegal. And it feels like we're all, um, if you really look at shit sometimes, it feels like nothing's changed. Hmm. Well, I think it's, I mean, at least for our home state, there's a lot of like um, undiagnosed trauma and a lot of repressed feelings, a lot of repressed sexuality, and this trauma then gets kind of like manufactured into actual culture, right? So that you know, um, it, it becomes everything from just like you know the only the only way to live is to be Christian, white, straight. That's it, and that anything anything less than that is you know. They need to get with the program. Right, but I think we should interrogate the grammar of live because are they really living, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that so much of my life is trying to challenge what are we aspiring toward? I'm not interested in being equal when equality requires self-negation as a personality. I'm not interested in rights when the conferral of them is not what I'm looking for because I was already free. What I'm actually trying to do is live beyond the parameters of what they call life and existence and to make heaven on earth because that's what being alive is about. Airhorn! Alok, I love that you said it. I also like that you looked through my soul as you said it. <laughs> I kind of like saw everything when you were saying that. It's like so the cosmos, they're just like, whoa. I know. That's why I dress like this, actually, so that while I'm making people emotional, they can pretend like it's space while looking into my crotch. (laughs) And they're just literally, it's like, it's like late night Nova documentary about the galaxy. And you're just like, everything I I thought I knew was real, was it? Intergalactic. That's Carl Sagan. Yeah. Oh my Um, gosh. Trip. Most favorite trip you've taken. Hmm. Friends are laughing. Wow, I don't know what that's about. We'll talk about that later. I mean, there's a lot of there's been a lot of great trips in my life. I have to say, but I think one that I'm in a shout out right now is my friend Travis Albanza's in the room. Let's get a round of applause for Travis Albanza. That's my best friend, um, an amazing comedian, theater maker, performer, and we tour the world together. And every time Travis and I are together, shit happens. <laughs> and you know, there's just been a lot of trips where we're in um, ambiguous European countries. I can't tell white people apart. I struggle. I, I struggle to pronounce their names. Ambiguous European I, I really. I understand that. Like, there's a difference between brunette and like blonde. Like, I understand that. Like, <laughs> there's like deep, like ethno-nationalist historical tensions. Like, sure. I want to be an ally. I want to get it. I want to. Anti-racist education is important. 
solidarity is a two-way street, but you'll be right. in those countries where you're like, it, it was like you were saying before, Connecticut, Massachusetts, these girls really care. Yes. We don't give a fuck, yes. right? Yes. I'm like, where's the food? That's yes. what I'm interested in. I don't give yes. a shit, you know? I love a hot nosh. So we're in like a train in an ambiguous European country, and the girls are looking at us because right. they're seeing the cosmos, right? They're That's jealous. when everyone's staring yes. at me. I just imagine like, whoa, like what are they seeing right now? They're on the trip, not me. And... <laughs> We're on the train and they're on the trip. And so we're just walking around and people just give us shit. Like, say, say weird things. Like, come up to us and, and do things. But we were in this city called Antwerp. You might have heard of it. Yeah, Belgium. In, in, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> we, we got kicked out of a club for some reason, which getting kicked out of a club for me is a performance art act as a trans person. <laughs> it's just really, it's Same. like... You Are know, you putting the napkins out right? and being like, you can't find me, I'll quit. Right, <laughs> like when a gay club kicks me out, I'm just like, bitch, that's a good one, right? <laughs> I had to be here in order for you to be there, right? Oof. But anyways, so we were getting kicked out. And you know, the girls. Where's my tambourine? I didn't know we were going to church. <laughs> Honey. What in the Yahweh is going on? You asked me why I dress this way, and it's because I'm bringing church everywhere I go. <laughs> you are. So we get kicked out of this club, and my friend Travis literally videos the people kicking us out. And it's just going off, being like, Stonewall was a riot. They're kicking out trans people of color. Tag this bar. And then we forgot the next morning that that happened. <laughs> So everyone's like, are you okay? <laughs> like, no, just checking trans in. Black trans lives matter. No. And we're literally like, we were turned, we don't remember. No. I don't remember what happened. And so then we look at the videos and we're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Travis, delete that. We've got to brand our personalities. We love and transform. We don't believe in cancel culture. <laughs> so we get rid of that shit. So things like that happen. Oh my God. Yeah. That's funny. Oh. God. Yeah. That's good. That's wild. That's good. I got kicked out of a club in Bruges, Belgium. Oh, Bruges. It I think it's a rite of passage, you know? I think so. Yeah. I, I think they just don't understand real power. Um, I was also so drunk. The beer has higher alcohol content. Right. <laughs> I think they also have to get drunk to, like, speak and, like, have yes. emotion, you know? So the threshold is, uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. there's no food. It was, like, mussels and fries. I'm like, right. where's... But they didn't even call it fries, fries. <laughs> Chips. Right? Not okay. No. I was, you got kicked out? Why? I was so um, drunk that I was um, smoking a cigar backwards. <laughs> the, hot, the hot part was in your mouth? What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so it's like your kinks are reading like cigarette play and dissociation. Yeah. Pretty much. Iconic. And this is like when husband and I were like dating and I went to go visit... And, um, yeah, that happened. And then I was so fucking drunk. I'm like, why won't you fuck me? Just, like, swimming in a seat. And he's That sounds like, like a new pop song. <laughs> why won't you fuck me? Give me the beat. Um, no, please don't give me a beat. I got kicked out of that restaurant pastis once, but there was a well, they, It was just that they were past... They were closing. So they were, Oh, but that count that is hurts. All this to say, <laughs> we've been there. I did like is that Thomas. That's the same. I don't know if that's the same. George, George Jefferson. I did George Jefferson my way. Thomas Jefferson. I did George Jefferson my way out of that club. Like you're racist as fuck, and they're like you're not even that black. I'm like that's racist. 
Right? Yeah. You know, sometimes when people are like, you want to turn up tonight, what that really is, you want to scream at people outside. You know? Kinda. Like, that's what I'm into. Sometimes people are like, how do you get through it? It's like, sometimes you just need to scream outside. That's true. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, that's like, why I live in New York. For example. For example. Yeah. What, what's your favorite screaming at someone? Well, okay, so I've decided, y'all are going to love this. I decided that the way to resist street harassment culture is street affirmation culture. So I scream things at people I don't know on the street. I'm like, you're an amazing person, and I'm so proud of you, and you've got this. And they look at me, and they start crying. People do. I literally run around, and I compliment people, like, your tasteful tabby boot is everything. And they're like, wow, thank you so much. And I just really aggressively, sometimes I roll down windows of cars, and I'm like, pursue your dreams. Don't settle. I really want to preach that to people. What? Oh, look, wait a minute. Are you doing this in classic cars? Because you just went like this. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that was a meta commentary on being Asian from Texas. We buy used Toyota Camrys. So, yes, in fact, we do do this. Don't try it. Don't try it, Jordan. Stop Asian hate. <laughs> See? It was a bit. That was meta. It was a bit. I wanted to scream that on stage, and I just healed 10%. <laughs> My Sims meter is popping right now. <laughs> Look! Oh my gosh. God, I wish I dressed up. This more. rose is so um, good. Have you ever been to India? All the time. I go every year. Oh, every year with yeah. your family? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so where, the thing is, where like, have you gone? Where have you gone? Growing up with my family, I didn't know that Indian people could be queer and trans and say fuck, you know? Like, I thought everyone was like normcore at the temple. What's up? And so I needed to go and find myself, so I started going to India every year to hang out with queer and trans people who, like, would be into cigarette play, if you will, you know? <laughs> and so I just now have this boisterous crew of people there all over India that I love so much because oh, wow. when you're hanging out with Indian people in India, like, a hangout isn't like, let's get dinner for, like, an hour and a half. You're together for, like, 27 hours. <laughs> you're, like, literally doing your laundry together. You're literally, like, you're taking shits together in the back. Like, you, yeah. you're just together, 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 yeah. together. And it's a kind of intimacy I don't often get in New York, where people are very much regimented with their schedules. Mm -hmm. yes. It's like a sound bath of just, like, all-encompassing love. Wow. And I think because so many of us have had fraught relationships with our family, we become that for each other. Oh. Was not ready. I mean, when you're bringing me on your podcast, you know I'm funny, but I, I'm like the lol sob emoji, you know? It's like, which one? <laughs> Boy or a girl? Am I depressed or am I happy? What the fuck? Both at the same time. No. I'm just... You, yeah, I mean, again, not to take it back to my inner child, but here the fuck we are. In here we are. Basketball. What's up? Um, yeah, my mom used to straighten my hair, cover my freckles, and always put me in a dress. Mm. And I want to put on my dad's suit because it fit better and wear my hair curly and fucking show my freckles. And again, please don't tell your kids what to do if they want to do it because I'm on stage talking about dirty panties. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, we both live in America, right? I think so. So we like it here? Hot mm. twist? If you could lobby and make it right, hmm. what would be the first five things they need, like the Senate needs to fucking do? I know. I know. Is that too much? Okay, let's think about this. 
Like one would be free therapy. That's like trauma-informed. Like I'm talking about EDMR level on these bitches, right? Yeah. I'm talking about like $800 billet insurance. Oh, wait, we don't need a billet anymore because everything's free. Yes. Right? I think like two would be like people didn't have to work anymore because like there's more interesting things to do, you know? Yeah, I know. And like people could just like, you know, like, what are you up to today? And then people could be like, I'm having a cry-in. And then people could just come over to the cry-in and then no one would be sad anymore because all grief, like anger is this grief looking for a home, you know? And so people would just find home in one another and then we'd realize that we are already everything that we needed and we'd create a new social ecology and heal the world. And then like, I think like three um, would be like, we'd take... Oh, okay. (laughs) I can't really count, but I can do other things like write poems. (laughs) So I think four would be, like, we'd take all the money from, like, military and war, and we'd invest that in, like, sustainable fashion. Yes! And, you know, actually, like, a lot of the biggest inventions in fashion came from military-grade technologies. Mm. Like, you know, plastic surgery only could happen post-World War II because of new developments in plastic technologies. So it's, like, innovation is always the thing about war, but I think, like, let's innovate a heel that doesn't fuck up my knees. You know? Yeah. These are real things. Yeah. And then, like, five, I guess. Um, I think, like, five would be, like... I mean, there's just so many things. So it's, like, so many things are swimming in my mind. Like, which one? But I think five would be... This one's a, a personal one for me because I've been feeling this with my mom. I gave her that book, The Artist's Way. Mm-hmm. And, we're, yeah. and, and, you know, her mother, my grandmother, started painting in her late 70s when she was arthritic and she was bedridden and so she started to paint and she started to feel like that was the first time as a woman that she could express her own point of view, not someone else's. And then I started to realize as a young person that everyone's an artist and that it's a scam that people look at us and say, you're artists, because I actually think artistry is about healing and everyone deserves it. So actually it would be like an art school that everyone got in and like people could paint with your kids or like but paint forever and never have to stop and everyone would keep on saying that it was beautiful even if it wasn't. Right. Um, oh, now I feel like a shitty parent. Just kidding, I don't. I do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but ch- children are the best artists. They know exactly when to stop. They know when it's... Right? They're right. like, and that's done. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are like, but is it right? But I don't know. So, like, that's in my art studies. school yeah. that's free for everyone, there'd be an open yeah. mic where everyone in the world could come and share their heartbreak. Okay, a look for President Airhorn. Let's end the presidency and imagine a new other way of alternatively relating to the world. <laughs> Airhorn. Thank you. God, what do we got? We got questions from the audience. Okay, is raising a family in New York ideal? I think New York is the best education. Right. I mean, I learned more in my first year in New York City than I did six years at college. So, yeah, I love it. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a great place to raise a family for this reason. Like, um, my children are exposed to so many other cultures, yeah. which is wonderful. So if I were in the suburbs, I don't think that would be the same. Also, not cultures, not only cultures. Well, you have, the, you have a variation of cultures, but you don't have socioeconomic strata. And my children go to a school that... I just got turned that, on when you said socioeconomic strata. <laughs> what happened? I got turned on when you said socioeconomic Thank strata. Thank you so much, Baloke. Um, we're cool again. All right, so... so like, Redemption's possible. Redemption's possible. Healing. <laughs> Redemption's possible here at adulting. All right, so, um, so anyway, I was just going to say that 
what's awesome is that not everybody is in the same whatever standing, and that is beautiful. I love that intersection, and you wouldn't get that in other places. And for that, I think that the squeeze is worth the juice mm. in the end. And it's also, is that a Texas saying? Is it? Yeah, I felt you. Kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know. I would say yeah. I'm raising a, a cute family of cockroaches in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's iconic, really. It's a great place for, to raise a chosen family, right? Oh, yeah, I love my chosen family. Yeah. Everybody else can fuck off. Um, <laughs> what tips have helped you become or work on becoming the best version of yourself? Bitch. Mm. I check myself. Mm. I used to check in with myself, but now I check myself. Because mm. um, it's like, um, not like, bitch, what you doing? But it's just like, why do you feel this way? Okay. Um, and... Uh, as a black woman, it's always not what you say, how you say it. But now I don't give a fuck. Period. Point blank. So that's that's me. Hmm. And and you know, plus like these littles, these kids that I have, I want to. I want them to be proud of me. I want to be for them what I never had. They're proud of you. So I need to like be honest and dope, and still keep my edges and good knees. <laughs> you have good knees. No. Right. You're a, you're a scamming bitch. a lot of bitch. squats and fish oil. I'm trying to do what I can. I'll do steps, though. I'll park far away from the target entrance. <laughs> I would say for me, it's about having the compassion to break your own heart. You have to realize that what you thought kept you safe didn't. Who you thought you were wasn't. And you have to grieve that every iteration of yourself. And it's only through that pain and that discomfort can you catalyze meaningful transformation. I need like a chaise lounge or something. I need a nice fainting couch and a mint julep to just take in all these truths. Read the question. All right. How many times a week is too much? Uh, Double underline to place orders on Amazon. Oh. Never. Never. <laughs> Don't be a hoarder. Don't give that motherfucker any more money. Yeah. Um, I'd say once a day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be an honest, right? <laughs> How many times a week do you order? Me? Yeah. Depends what I need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Especially in the pandemic, I don't want to see the holes on your face. Wow. <laughs> this is really good. Okay. And it's really on brand. Okay. Is it weird to use a friend's bidet? <laughs> the bidet is for everyone. Right. What are you trying to do with the bidet? Like, <laughs> what do you think the bidet is for? How long do you need to use? What do you think a bidet is? You get the hot spot to keep it moving. You don't fall asleep with your booty on the water. This is such a specific problem. You don't take problem. a shit in the bidet. It's just so you don't have to take a whole shower. But at that point, I like to take a whole shower. It's just relaxing. Yeah, two things are coming up for me. One, I saw a sticker on the back of your phone that said bidet, com- like bidet Harris. Your finger was covering the last letter. And I said, sign me the fuck up. And then two, I feel like there's a correlation between... Thank you. 
I mean, the layers of that are just so deep. I'm just going to say that was a scholarly joke. I got it. The dimensions, it's a dissertation level joke. Um, And then the next was that actually, I think like there's a direct correlation between people who have bidets and people who believe in like socialism and democratizing resources. So I don't want to like racially profile or like demographically profile, like socioeconomic strata profile bitches with bidets, but I do. And so if I see a bidet in the bathroom, I'm like, girl, you believe in sharing. (laughs) You guys, I came here on time, but I still wasn't ready. Yeah. (laughs) How about that? How about that? How about that? Better use their bidet. How much is too much money for a dog? Ew, Mm. don't. How much money is too much money for a dog? Probably like 7000 You don't want to play 7000 for a dog. Wrote, That's in- Listen, I don't know who wrote this question, but you can find whatever dog you want. You adopt, adopt that dog. Adopt oh, right. These dogs, right. listen, they are beautiful. <laughs> they need homes. You yes. bought your dog? Uh, well, it was a rescue because it was, I bought it in Jersey. So, uh, oh. so technically, it counts as a rescue. Look. These dogs are being... These dogs... People are breeding these dogs to sell them. It's disgusting. And and these female dogs don't have a choice in it. And so there are so many dogs that are lovely and don't necessarily... I think um, adopted dogs have this... There's a rumor going around that they have issues. They don't. If you're buying a dog, you got the issue. And there's some, I only adopt, and I adopt black and brown dogs because they go down right. first. Everybody wants a white or beige dog like you have. Right. <laughs> what, that, was the, that was the accident Next of question. birth. That was the accident of birth. Also, I said, don't bring any black dogs to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the, those two things to be accomplished. Next question, Bill. This one is, how do you navigate finding your place in the world? Alok, I want to hear it. Um, what I would say is, you are your own world. And what if we could rephrase the question as, how do you center the fact that your universe deserves to be embraced by others not that you have to contour yourself into someone else's fiction. And I think then the next question for me is, how do you find other people who love you for your incongruity, your contradiction, your dissonant edges, and don't make you feel like love is contingent on your disappearing act? Did anyone write that shit down? Because... You all forget about it like they forgot about getting kicked out of that fucking club. <laughs> There's a person in the back just like, uh, just carving it into stone. I thought you were making, I thought you were making a motion for masturbation and I was like, is that my next first day? <laughs> okay. Is two weeks notice, go for it, is two weeks notice too short for a job you've been at for five years? No. That is a very specific question. So, Who wrote that? Is I, it the guy in the khakis over here? Someone is stressed <laughs> as fuck. Do you not like being the manager at Enterprise? Yeah. That person. Oh, what did you do? They'll pick you up. I know, and he'll upgrade me to a van. <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice, they'll pick you up. I, I, I said I know. I don't, that 
that's so interesting. I think that the person has been so, whoever's so nice. asking this, they've been so institutionalized by the job that they're asking us a, approval mm. for, you know, like if two weeks is enough. But, the, but a corporation doesn't really care, you know, unfortunately, about, about you. And that's Plot what twist. Sucks. Huh? Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist, that's, that's what's sad. What? This question is Michelle. What's your favorite Dutch snack? Am I supposed to say my husband's penis? Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like it's a setup. Uh, it's a setup. I like whatever Dutch snack isn't rooted in racism. They have this thing called Negazunen, and it translates to Negro kisses. Bitch. <laughs> my father-in-law was just like, before he was my father-in-law, he was just some dude. And he was like, I want you to try these Negro kisses. They're delicious. And it was a marshmallow covered in chocolate with a little graham cracker. I said, they good. When you come see us in Brooklyn, you need to call the shit s'mores. <laughs> Somebody with a double question mark, basically like an interrobang, is like, what is a Roth IRA? Wow. <laughs> like, is something know. wrong? We don't is know something wrong? Oh, you got okay. Oh, I wish I did my nails. You look so good. I know. <laughs> How do you get into a good headspace to kick ass on stage slash on mic? Ooh, oh, good question. Great question. I mean, sometimes I'm in a really funky mood, but the stage helps me get in a good mood. So, you know, because it's not about mm. it's not always about me. It's about you guys too. I want you guys to feel good. You know. So I kind of do whatever I got to do, but I've always been like that. What about you? I uh, call mom, and uh, <laughs> then I just do a couple of affirmations. I honestly do. I do affirmations, and I, like, count backwards from 100, and I'm like... We count, but yeah. We actually, that's the trick we both do yeah, for I count backwards from 100? What? Yeah, it takes it's you, like, what? Yeah. Thank you for making me feel safe and yeah. making this feel easy well, no, to just tell you what's behind right? it. You'll go out on this audition and people really set it up <laughs> like it's a life-changing job. And quite frankly, it is because then you don't have to struggle, right? Right. Um, and so because you are an artist and you live in your right brain, it's important to like count and sit in your left brain and just try to be more logical about shit and it'll like kind of take you out of it and sometimes I just look at stuff I'm just like floor ceiling you know just like mm. anything else and that's also a trick and you can like use it for an interview or a day anything that is high stakes to you whatever the fuck that is a toll booth I don't fucking know also a Driving low grade edible um, <laughs> will get you right I am currently you just like surfing mints. on a nice you got some good mints, yeah. I'm on like a nice two milli right now and I am yeah. feeling it it's like it's nice it's nice it's like, it's like sea breeze in the hair it's good you know what I mean oh I love sea breeze in the hair yeah mm. I just have a, a signal group chat called girls chat mm -hmm. and I just text girls chat until 15 seconds when I have to be on stage so it's like I have my best friends with me at all the time Smart. I love smart, that. Smart. And um, how's stand-up comedy going? You know, um, it's weird because I've spent my entire life being laughed at, 
and now I'm getting paid for it. Iconic. <laughs> it feels like a Joanne the Scammer level scam. Like, I'm like, how the fuck did I think of that one? Hello? Getting paid for people to laugh at me. Wow, every time people are harassing me on the street, I say, my Venmo is. <laughs> so it's been fun. It's been amazing. I mean, it's been annoying because, like, a lot of people just, like, play dress up with their misogyny and call it comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very strange to me because it feels like comedy's been a space where people can get away with murder and call it a comedy special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I feel like I've just, until, until this moment, I just, I don't believe male comedians when they say that they're funny. I only believe women comedians. Yeah. So I think it's been really fun in that way. Yeah. We're not I, sorry. We're not sorry. The mo- it's, it's a moment and it will pass. And... Um, <laughs> Redemption is possible. Redemption is possible here at adulting. <laughs> How do you make new friends as an adult? Oh. Someone mm. say you don't. Damn, bitch. You Limiting it. belief system. Damn, bitch. Wouldn't it be great if you did it like my kids? They go, they go like on the swings. They're like, you, oh, you want to be my friend? Like that's, that's so amazing. Somebody does that as an adult. You want to be my friend? Yeah. I would head the other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's still like you are the company you keep, right? Like everyone sort of um, is a reflection of what you think of yourself. Mm. And so I do have like a lot of peripheral friends, especially in the comedy community and stuff. And so like I'll have this meatball party once a year, which is sort of like my Thanksgiving, mm. my Christmas, my Kwanzaa. And um, Don Will's been to the party. You should totally, do you eat meat? Yeah. Yeah. You should, oh, we totally ate meat together. Yeah. <laughs> You said, don't put this on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, and so that's like when I invite everybody that I never have time to see. And it's like so fun to see all these like little unicorns from all walks of life come together, just like eating meatball. And everyone has to make a ball and you bring your best ball and then we taste it. Still waiting on the invite. (laughs) Okay, we should probably wrap this up. We should, but it's so much fun. Are you guys having fun? Are you having fun? (laughs) It's very fun. What is the most adult thing you own? Um, my kids. <laughs> you don't own your kids. Um, this hair. I recently got a credenza. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. That's, that's what's up. Did you put it together? No. <laughs> that's adulting. Where did you um, get it from? Um, I just want to say shout out to my daddy, Jonathan Adler, whoever that bitch is. I, that's my new porn. Yeah. I'm scrolling on that Jonathan Adler website yeah. and I'm like, bitch, I didn't even know I need vases, but I need them. You do. I need them. I love um, the use of color too. Like I never thought electric blue and like a bright orange right. would do it for me, but it do. Right. And from here on to forth, when I say fuck white people, there's an asterisk that says accept Jonathan Adler. <laughs> and Avril Lavigne. What's the most adult thing I own? Oh my goodness. I think and I- my husband. Hey. Mine's a meat thermometer, probably. And that's a really grown-up thing that I... Oh, well, some, uh, well that bird you, is 300 degrees. You know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> you gotta <laughs> check that internal temp. I got it. Yeah, absolutely. Don? You want you your know. meat juicy? Yeah. Ju- well, yes. Are you talking about sex? <laughs> what about you, Don? I'm gonna, gonna advertise that bidet again. I've got a bidet. <laughs> yeah, Don, Don. We know you have a bidet. <laughs> 
Can I ask you, is it like the kind of like one where you clasp it onto the other? Yes. It's okay. a tissue. Okay, that's, that's fantastic. Good for you and good for all of us. Um, right. And I installed it myself. And you get a tushy, and you get a tushy. <laughs> Look under your seats. Um, we can go out on this one. Um, okay. This one says, what's the best thing about getting older? And then it also says, it's my birthday today. Uh, so happy birthday, Aww. bitch. It's hey, you. Hi. I what's saw your them name? when I came in. Fiona? Oh, Come beautiful. on, you little fucking princess with the big titties. Here for it. Prairie <laughs> sleeves, little chocolate for dessert. I see you fucking Fiona. <laughs> Everybody on the count of three. Everybody on the count of three. Say happy birthday, Fiona. One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Fiona. Shake them titties, bitch. <laughs> Fiona, how old is you today? 35, 21 from the waist down, and 35 from the waist up. That makes no sense, but I just said it. <laughs> So, Fiona, to answer your question, the best part about old, getting older, was that the question? Yeah, best part. Um, I mean, for me, uh, when you know better, you do better. Okay. Like, even for yourself, you know? So, like, really not giving a fuck. Um, and just really giving a fuck about, like, the right things. It is an emotional edit that I am here for all the time. And I will say this. The minute I stopped saying... That yes to everything and being everything for everybody and like just actually said what was on my mind I started making money and now y'all know who I am Oh. <laughs> so do you bitch anybody else Alok do you, do you have I think I do yeah, yeah. You have some... um, re-harvesting all of the energy that we put into trying to fix other people into building up ourselves and recognizing that the greatest romance is self-intimacy. Okay. I was just going to say... Wait, that. do you remember that... <laughs> do you remember that um, Key and Peace... Key and Peace sketch? Uh, key and Peel. Key and Peel sketch. Key and Peel sketch. Mom, I gotta go home. She's starting to slur her words. Key and Peel sketch where... Um, <laughs> homeboy was Obama's translator. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yourself, bitch. You gotta think about you only you. Oh my god. It's like a ghetto-ass translator. I just love when a loke goes to the bottom of the ocean deep, like Mariana's Trench, because I was gonna say, I was like, the older I get, it's just nice having a boyish head of hair. Uh, that's, 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 look, own yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, why did you... Did you? Uh, no, my husband's oh, bald too. Okay. So okay. Good for you. All right. Okay. You know what? The best, yeah. <laughs> the best part about getting older is honestly just getting there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Like the alternative is to not get older. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for me, the best part, aside from not giving a fuck, settling Will, into my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just getting older. I yeah. love that. Don Will, you are one day, one day, and I, I hate to say this, but you might be, if you don't watch out, you're going to be that old black man in the barbershop that's like, best part of getting older is getting older. You know what I'm saying? Getting there, getting there. Getting there, getting there now. Yeah. You look more and more like your daddy every day. I, 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 I do have that energy. I do. He's ready to play space. I mean, he's our little Billy D. Williams. Um, he just looks like malt milk. <laughs> Anyways, that wasn't very nice. We'll edit that out. <laughs> okay, um, and in closing, we ask all our guests, 
What is the most adult thing that you have done for yourself or that you'd like to do for yourself, but mainly what you've done for yourself this year? Mm. I took a Pilates class. (sighs) Pilates. How was it? Oh my God. It's like really kinky. Yeah, because you're like... It's like, whoa. Like you're on those machines and you're like, Edward and Bella could never, you know? (laughs) Like it's really... Speaking of self-intimacy, just stretching, iconic. Yeah. 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 The machine is called, there's that machine, right? Yeah. I think it's called the Reformer? Yeah. (laughs) Reformer! (laughs) It's just... I shake a boom boom down. (laughs) (laughs) I had to... (laughs) What's the most adult thing that you want to do for yourself? So many things. Um, hmm. I think I want to have a kid. I mean, mostly because, like, imagine the outfits, right? Uh, we would, like, coordinate. Beyond. Regardless of gender, we'd be wearing platform heels by age three. Uh, and there'd be a lot of courageous conversations had with the preschool. Like, do not challenge my child's glamour. It's an integral part of their healing from intergenerational colonial trauma, right? Yeah. And I would just be out there giving gifts for people's birthdays that were loaded. Like, here's the mascara. You know, I'd just be really trying to spread. Yes. Right? Be like, here, Ogden, have the mascara. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that, too. Everybody, please give it up for a load. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. How do you not feel like at least four IQ points sharper than before we talked to Elog. Uh, That's enough points, right? <laughs> I think so. Well, I don't know how many, but it's at least that many. They're just amazing. I, I agree. I do feel qualified for Mensa at this point. <laughs> you know what? This is amazing. I'm so glad that Elog was available to do the show because they're always just so busy. The book tour, the fashion, the public speaking. It's like now they're here for all y'all. For all of us, for the world, you know? I mean, I'm going to put my face in some serums and think about the schooling, the straight schooling that we got today. Good for you. You better go get that manscaping. You got to, this is preventative. You got you to gotta get that. Sometimes I put the eye cream on my elbows. I don't give a fuck. Are you serious? You know what I mean? Who does that? 100. <laughs> I put the eye cream all over my face. It's not just good for that. If it could do it there, do it everywhere. All right. You know what? It's time to go. I need to, I need to take my bra off and just look at a corner. <laughs> This has been so real. It's about to get even realer. Bye, Jordan. Bye, bud. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Natalie Rin. Senior managing producer is Hannah Kyle Crichton. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Andrew Epen. And engineered by Ryo Baum. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Our theme song and live show DJing is by DJ Don Will. This Bellhouse show is produced by Christian Banda. Photography by Chris Vandermost. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Executive produced by Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Harstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.